Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper uh, coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward today to studying with you here in Romans chapter number 8, and this will be our 6th or 7th broadcast, I believe, from this 8th chapter of Romans. And I'm looking forward, as we get into verse 14, 15, 16, and 17, and some great verses in this great chapter. In fact, I've told you before, Romans chapter 8 is considered the great chapter of Romans. It's really just a great chapter in the Bible. It's the summation of of the doctrines of salvation. Uh, we deal with the, the second coming, eternal security, the two natures in man, the flesh and the spirit. And uh, there's an emphasis throughout this text on the Holy Spirit of God working within a believer. It begins, the chapter begins with no condemnation. And it ends by saying no separation. Thank God for salvation. In salvation, the condemnation is taken away. But not only that, that fellowship, that relationship, that bond is created that can never be broken, not by Satan, not by sin, not by anything that comes into your life. You have the promise that wherever you are, thank God, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, we're going to read these verses together, and before we do, let me invite you to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, you'll also find us, Striving for Revival. Just type it in. That'll give you access to all of the previous Bible studies that we have done. Now, we've gone through most of the New Testament, and you maybe say, well, I'm just now catching this. Well, you can go back through the podcast and listen and study with us as we study through our Bible. Also, if you've been in Romans with me, but you missed a, a live uh, airing of this broadcast somewhere or another, you can go back and listen to that one via the podcast. So go to uh, wherever it is you find your podcast, type in Striving for revival, and then hit the uh, subscribe button. Here we go, verse 14, Romans 8. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. So as we begin in these verses, it's very obvious that we're dealing with the, the doctrinal uh, issue or the doctrinal truth of our adoption into the family of God through salvation. There's a lot of good things that come in the package of salvation. We have redemption, we find propitiation, we have atonement, uh, we have all of the, the sealing until the day of redemption. Adoption is part of that salvation package. We have been put in to a family that was not our 
original family. Maybe not our original, we could say, blood family. We're aware and we're familiar with adoption. In our day, we understand what that means to be adopted. Well, the Bible talks about in verse number 15 that we've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Paul has been dealing with the contrast of law and grace or law and spirit, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and how the law kept a man in bondage. And the law kept the man in bondage and in bondage to fear because it made man aware that he was unable, incapable of ever attaining to the level of being right with God on his own. Man cannot save himself. The law cannot save the, the, the sinner. It just exposes the man's sin. And because of that, it was a life of bondage, and bondage that birthed or developed fear. Now, insight into what Paul's developing is found, if you think about the social customs, if you will, of that era. Upper-class houses would have slaves or indentured servants. Not only were they considered inferior socially to the family, they were legally in bondage, if you will, as slaves. Now, Higher, uh, higher social standing and also higher legal standing and economic status would be those who would be the actual sons of the household owner, the man who owned the property. So Paul is writing with that thought in mind. He's comparing something that would be, be familiar to those people in that generation, that uh, situation of servants or slaves in a house, as compared to sons in the house. The slave does not have the same rights as the son. The slave would not have the same comforts as the son. The slave would not have the same uh, income or salary, we could say, as a son. The son had uh, the rights of the father. The inheritance came his way. He had reason to be in that home. And so we have the slave and the son compared and contrasted. And so with that in view, Paul says, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. When a slave was sold as a servant to uh, an owner, he had no idea how he'd be treated. He didn't know what he'd be forced to do. He didn't know what his daily duties would be. He was in bondage, and that bondage birthed fear. So there was a spirit of fear that would uh, characterize the slave. But you and I, hallelujah, here's the spiritual truth, have not been sold as slaves. There is no uh, legal or social bondage placed upon us. And in Galatians, it talks about it as well, that the law of Moses brought bondage. But thank God we have been uh, set free from that life of service to the law or that bondage under the law. And we have received the adoption adoption of sons. And because of that spirit of adoption, capital S, spirit, Holy Spirit of adoption, we can cry, Abba, Father. We used to be a slave to sin and a slave to the law. Thank God no longer. Is that our state? Is that our standing? Or is that our situation? But we have been set free by salvation, set free by the Spirit of God, and adopted into God's family. We once were slaves, but now we're free. We've been elevated from the state of a slave to the standing of of a son. Now that's a big change. <laughs> that's a profound uh, revelation, if you will, to go from a slave to a son. That changes things socially. That changes things legally. That changes things economically. That changes things spiritually. We are born again into the family 
of God. God has begotten us again by the Holy Spirit. Thank God. And we are adopted into his family. You say, why adopted? Because God only has one son, if you will, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten son of God. But by the new birth, we've been begotten again, born again, if you will, by the spirit of God into God's family. And all of us enter into that family relationship with the heavenly father as an adopted child. Do you say, well, that doesn't sound uh, very good. Does that mean I'm second class or I'm second rate? No, not at all. You think about it. Abba father, what does that mean? It's an endearing term. He, he's our daddy. He's our affectionate father. He's our loving father. He's our Abba father. Family intimacy. Abba father. It's similar to that word I said a minute ago. Daddy or Papa. So we've been elevated from a place of servitude to sonship. Now we have a relationship established with our father. There's no way a slave would ever be permitted to call the house owner Father, Daddy, Papa. And when you and I were lost in our sin, there's no way we could come to God, Jehovah, the Almighty, and say, Papa, Daddy, or Father. But because of salvation, we have this intimacy with eternity, if you will. We have this warm closeness, this relationship with God. is much like the relationship in the natural realm between a parent and a child. It changed us socially. It changed us economically. It changed us legally. And thank God it changed us spiritually. And now what our Bible said is that we have received not the spirit of bondage. We've been set free. That wrath is gone. The condemnation is gone. Rolled away, rolled away. All the burdens of my soul have been rolled away. And I've received the spirit of adoption. And that spirit of adoption brings me into an affectionate relationship with a heavenly father. That's a good truth for today. I'm an adopted, thank God, son of him. Until next time, hey, keep reading your Bible, and we'll pray for revival. We'll look forward to seeing you next broadcast. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.